0: Well, I like your post there, Jaden. You got your phone on you. Da, da,
1: da, 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 da. Yep. Okay, good. Are you recording this? Yes,
0: of course. I just started. Yeah. I just started.
1: I have a song. I uh, um. So I introduced you last week to the Manhattan Transfer, and you said you really liked them. They were good. Yeah, they were very good. And they did a version of a song called "Another Night in Tunisia," which is a, a jazz type of song, and they did it with. Bobby McFerrin, featuring Bobby McFerrin, and I believe the guy's name is John Hendricks. I think he goes by Scatman John.
0: You played that for me last week.
1: Yes. It was great. Yes, yes. Great, great version of it. It's of on my likes list.
0: Oh, good. I'm glad you're liking the likes
1: I, list. I am. I listen to it almost every morning now. So <laughs> I do. I do. I do. I really do. And, and sometimes if I don't want to hear a certain song, even if I like it, I'll skip it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... Like this morning, I was, I was. I think the name of the song is called "Easy Lover." It's with um, uh, the one that goes, "She's an easy lover." It's with mm-hmm. uh, Phil Collins, and I guess the guy's name is Philip Avery. And I'm not sure where he's from, if he has a group or if he he sings stuff. But it's a great song.
0: Last night, <clears throat> I had my Google Home Mini plugged in because I have uh, both the Dot, yes, and the Mini, yes. I was trying to play my favorites list or my like songs list mm-hmm. off of YouTube music. And of course, you're on the phone, and yes. I could only get it to play one song before I had to <laughs> switch to their casting, which is kind of like their version of Bluetooth.
1: Oh. Yeah. That doesn't sound fun. No. Because you can't, you don't have the choice, right?
0: <gasps> yeah. It was upsetting me. <laughs> That's
1: okay. <laughs> That's okay. We can't always, you can't always get what you, you want. want. Babes, yes.
0: Without going into every detail, uh, I'm here early this week because you have a application that you needed help with.
1: Yes, it's a very. Um, ugh, right. I don't know what it, I don't know why I have to do this, but I, apparently it's. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't want to get into it, but yes, it's, it's it's one of these like really tiresome important things things that I have to. I had to fill out. Now.
0: Some context. I think we've been working on it since nine. Yeah, it's been so, two hours. Two hours and we're maybe halfway through if that.
1: Um and and uh two two calls and two hours later, yeah.
0: The lady uh who you called to get an extension because I it was called, due yeah. today.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> I will um, refrain from four with, with
1: I'm gonna words. say that I I I think Without without going into detail, I think she did it begrudgingly, and I also think she, she may have done it reluctantly, mm-hmm. but I think because I told her the situation, maybe it's something for her to think about. Nice. And hopefully, I am assuming that she is not going to go back on her word, because if she does, then... That and she silly trouble.
0: I say what her punishment should be, babes, if she decides to renege on the deal. Yeah. You and I go to her office and you give me a blowjob <gasps> in front of her.
1: No, 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 no.
0: What?
1: No, no. That is not going to happen. Okay. <laughs> Two wrongs don't make it right, babes.
0: oh uh-uh. Well, and then we'll say, listen, you could have been giving this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's just disgusting. Okay, that's, that's, I, I don't want to, I, all
0: right, all right, all right, we don't have to go there, babes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah well. I, I, will just say this, bubs, um, I'm thinking this person's older.
0: Oh, one of those.
1: <laughs> 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 older. <clears throat> <clears throat> definitely older than me. Yes, yes, I yes. I would yes. imagine.
0: Well, that's something, babes.
1: Yeah, I don't think, I don't think, yeah.
0: Did you just fart? No. Okay, it sounded like you did.
1: No, I didn't. Okay. No, it was in my stomach. Gotcha. Oh,
0: that's what it was. Yes, Bub. Yeah, we got yeah. Speaking of stomachs, mm-hmm. I get over here at around seven thirty. Yeah. You gave me a really good bar. What was it?
1: Um, this is from uh, Melaleuca. It's called a, a Simply Fit bar, and I don't. I I should eat more of those because um, they taste better than some granola bars. Actually, I mean, I love granola bars, but there's something in it that it's it's really good and it was like a um what is it what was it
0: it was chocolate. chocolate caramel I
1: believe coconut
0: yeah chocolate caramel coconut it's really good it was really good I enjoyed it and then you also gave me hot chocolate
1: I did I, I made a uh, I made us both um, mugs of hot cocoa.
0: I should say that before coming here, I did have a cucumber for breakfast, not mm-hmm. knowing that I was going to be <laughs> stuffed by my I G-
1: <laughs> I don't know if you call it stuffed, but it was something.
0: We came up with an idea for a dessert, a chocolate taco.
1: Yes. And I, I did. I'm guessing you didn't know about this before I told you. Oh, I was just thinking about something. What's we could up? use coconut for something um, for that dessert.
0: Anyway. For the sour cream, but keep going. Coconut? Yeah. Really? Because it's white.
1: Oh, oh, oh,
0: okay. Tell me what you're about to say, though.
1: Uh, Yeah, either, yeah, like coconut flakes or something, or or pieces of coconut. Anyway, I was going to say that um, I, t- I told you that if you're making a chocolate taco, you don't have to use the actual beef and the lettuce and the sour cream and the cheese.
0: Here's what happened. I go to the refrigerator <clears throat> because... We just had Rice Krispie Treats, and I wanted to fill my mouth up with liquidy goodness. Water. I got some water. water, I'm coming back, and I said, babes, what do you think of a chocolate taco? And we make the shells with nuts along with Dark dark chocolate. Yep. Then I said, and then we have like the beef or the beans, cheese, and lettuce inside the actual dark chocolate And I shell. said,
1: no, you don't have to put the actual stuff in there.
0: <laughs> so tell me what you're thinking, Alex.
1: Um, I was thinking, I just had something. So have you heard of a thing called a, ma- a magic shell?
0: It sounds familiar, but refresh my memory.
1: So what another thing we could do is there's this thing called um, magic shell where you put it on ice cream and it hardens.
0: Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah.
1: It's really cool, so that could be the actual shell if you want to make a shell.
0: Interesting. We were discussing using. Now you said caramel and mints.
1: Um, a caramel could work for like the um. Well, the uh, mint could work for like the green, maybe like um,
0: but like the lettuce, substitute. like
1: like mint leaves or something. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and not a whole lot, but just enough. Um, cause you don't want, you don't want the mint to overpower everything, right? Yeah. Um, maybe the coconut could be for the sour cream cause it sounds actually really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, whipped topping could be used for something else.
0: See, I'm not sure how much I would like mint in this, but it's worth mm-hmm. a try. And I, I, t- know. I told you that my urine is clear. But I'm willing to dehydrate myself. No, no, no.
1: no, We could freeze it and then
0: break it up into smaller pieces. (laughs) And now my yellow urine is cheese. (laughs) Then just feed it to our guests. That's
1: disgusting. Or we could
0: do a Food Wishes parody videos and I could be like this is Chef John with dessert wishes.
1: That's just gross.
0: That might be fun, babes.
1: No, that's disgusting. That's that's just gross. <laughs> Ugh. But no, it's, it's an idea. Uh, no frozen pee. Thank you. No.
0: Meanwhile, babes, <laughs> did I tell you yeah. that I cut myself yesterday and then I burned oh, my no. hands? So you can oh. barely feel, but feel on, on like my knuckle, <gasps> on my middle finger,
1: oh, the right do hand. You, do you need me to, to get you some aloe or something? No, I
0: put aloe on it yesterday. But what was happening was oh, no. I was using the microplane. Uh-huh. On some cheese.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Because I was making pizza. Yeah. Because you know how I do. I'm yeah, pizza, pizza. we're going to have it for dinner. Yes. And my and I was trying to rotate the cheese. <gasps> I was doing it fast and I cut my knuckle.
1: Oh, like really? Like did it nick you or?
0: It nicked me. I started bleeding so I put oh, on no. a band-aid. Okay. And that helped. Okay. But then, so I was making the pizza inside a a cast iron skillet yeah i get the skillet out of the oven everything is good mm-hmm. but i'm trying to get the pizza off of the skillet oh so i have to take one of my my gloves off yeah and my hand barely slipped <gasps> and i burned it it was only on there for like a second but you can, hold on i wonder if you can feel i don't know if you can feel that it's kind of small
1: where right right
0: right, right here
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, ow. Did so, you did you get his uh, blister?
0: Yeah, and then, so what happened was, that oh. happened, uh. and so I tried to switch hands,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so I'm with the spatula, and it slips for a second, and I burned myself right oh, here. Oh, no! Again. What I did was, I oh. ran my hands Hand under cold, cold water. water for like three minutes. Oh, good. That helped a lot. Good, good,
1: good, good. And, so, you, put, and you put aloe after, right oh, after? Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, okay.
0: Everybody has kitchen accidents, <sighs> even me. Yeah, oh like yeah. Like three in a row.
1: Yeah, but the but the look the good thing is that they weren't like super um severe.
0: Yeah, and they were all things that could have been maybe avoided had I paid slightly more attention.
1: There yeah. I remember one time I was cooking something in home ec class um when I was a part of this program in Seattle and I was taking something out and my uh my teacher saw that my arm slightly hits the um, the bottom of the rack, mm-hmm. I think. Um, and uh, so I'll show you right right here where my arm is. I don't yeah. know if there's a scar there, but um, that's where I was burned slightly and I had to put um, aloe on there. Wow. Yeah, but she, she was a um, a big proponent of aloe vera gel. And I'm glad that she, she told me about it because it really does help a lot. Was
0: this in Hawaii?
1: No, this was in Seattle. Oh, that interesting. That was in Seattle. Yeah. I just said that.
0: I was thinking about how I'm going to dehydrate myself with yeah. these chocolate tacos. Bubs. What?
1: Come on. Okay. What? Don't do that.
0: Okay. It's this an idea, babes.
1: No. That's a little bit weird.
0: It's not a popular one in this household, apparently.
1: No, it isn't. No. No, it isn't.
0: It was good to see you this morning, babes.
1: Yes, it was, because I usually, you you come over here on Friday, so.
0: But this is a Wednesday.
1: It is a Wednesday.
0: Yes, I had to come over here. Oh, my jewel.
1: That's why... That's why we
0: found out that the deadline for this application was today.
1: Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Much to my dismay.
0: But things will get uh, done however they're meant to, babes. Right. Well you know what's funny, babes? What? Or kind of odd. Before I I called you last night around six. Yes. And right before that I was thinking of telling you maybe I should come over on Thursday. Uh-huh. Because it would give us both an extra day to like unwind and prepare. Uh-huh. And now after looking at the application, I'm very glad I didn't say it.
1: No. Well, I was thinking about it too, because had I had I um had you come on Friday and mm-hmm. I would have filled this out, um, I wouldn't have a lot of time. Um if if Since I got it last Friday. Yeah. Because sometimes for some reason it takes like a week for those things to come. I don't know why. Um, But um, since I got it last Friday, it wouldn't have given me enough time for today. It just, there just would be no way. Um, And because of how things are worded in the application, it's, it's best that it, I think it's there's a reason why um, today was the day to, to figure that out, I guess. I honestly think so.
0: I'm glad, babe. I hope it goes good.
1: I hope so, too. I hope I don't have any more guff.
0: I hope not either, babe. Your guff. Your guff. Your guff. No guff. Your guffies. Yes, guffy. JLo. Yeah. Ah, oh, JLo. I. Uh, What's that? Broke down two days ago. I told you about this, right?
1: I believe you did. What And you made an investment, correct?
0: An investment in... Refresh My Memory. I
1: don't know. You're the one who did
0: it. I don't remember making any kind of investment. Okay. I didn't... Okay, know,
1: it was an investment. What was it?
0: An investment in my cinematic uh, knowledge, maybe.
1: Ah, okay. I see. Okay. We
0: had spoken about before. That's what
1: I was trying to say, but for some reason I said investment.
0: Nice. (laughs) And, you know, we covered it here last time, but I'm a fan of the movie. Uh, I've had a relationship with these characters since the mid to late 90s, but I've never wanted to see the sequels because I didn't want to spoil our relationship together. Me (laughs) and the characters in the movie.
1: Yes. Not me and you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: But I decided, because I do have the trilogy, because Mm -hmm. I am a film nerd, that I would sit down and watch the first sequel before Sunset.
1: Before sunrise, you mean?
0: No, the sequel's called Before Sunset. Oh,
1: oh, okay. So
0: it's it's the before oh. trilogy. Ah,
1: okay.
0: There's before sunset and before midnight. Those are the two oh, sequels.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah,
0: I, I wouldn't you I probably shouldn't just have expected you to know that. Yes. Because you're not as much of a film geek as I am. And you weren't you didn't grow up watching before I,
1: sunrise. I did like not I did. even hear about it until last week.
0: Yes. <laughs> um and I again I've been in this relationship for like Pretty much my entire adult life. I've been in this relationship since I was 13.
1: So <laughs> You're talking as if you know these people.
0: I'm in a relationship with the characters. Um, <laughs> I, I should have told you that Julie Delphi and uh, Ethan Hawke came over to my place last week said, <laughs> you got to tell her about us. No, they did not do that. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: But in any event.
1: And, and it was pre-Uma, by the way.
0: It was pre-Uma. Pre-Uma. I No, I knew that, babes.
1: Yeah, but then but then he's no longer with Uma, so.
0: They met on the set of Gattaca, I believe. I never saw it, but I heard I... that it was a sci-fi movie that wasn't that
1: good. Okay. okay.
0: I saw a picture of their daughter online. She looked kind of hot. She's in her 20s now. so it's, oh. it's creepy, but not illegal. Oh.
1: But not as hot as my Jela. Thank okay. you. I'm glad so you fixed that. Yes. Because I would have had to... Uh... You know
0: she, you I know would what?
1: have to give you what for
0: you know what, babe. She looks hot to somebody who's never seen a JLo, but anyways,
1: are you trying to butter me up, Bub? Yes,
0: let me let me tell you, let me tell you oh, about the let's,
1: okay, let's
0: go on this little before trilogy exclusion. okay, so after our talk on Sunday, I'm like, I really do owe it to myself to have some knowledge of the sequels
1: mm-hmm.
0: because. I can make assumptions about what happened after that night. Mm-hmm. It's not really credible since they did follow up the story. Mm-hmm. Like, it's nice that I have these little theories, but I need to know what is really the case. So I sat down. I watched before sunset. What's We're going to watch yes. later this week, so I'm not going to give any... Uh-huh. Real spoilers about uh, it, uh-huh, um, let's just say overall, I thought it was a really, really good movie. There's a few things that were disappointing, but mm. nothing, nothing extreme though, okay, nothing extreme. I really liked it, and I was gonna leave it at that. Mm-hmm. I do virtual dinners with friends of mine on Mondays, usually. yes, about an hour before we were supposed to do that, i a good buddy of mine texted and said that he was feeling sick. So we should postpone it to next week.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Then I started thinking, well, I have the whole trilogy.
1: Yeah.
0: Why not to see? Why where-
1: it? Yeah, yeah. Why, Why not just finish this yeah. tonight? Right.
0: I put on before midnight, and to be honest, I still think that before sunrise is the best in the trilogy. Right. Now, um, a lot of that could be my bias because I've, I've. Been watching this movie for almost twenty five years, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, you might not feel the same way as I do. Mm-hmm. Having said that, I think the last film before Midnight is probably my second favorite in the trilogy. It's really, really good. It's not, it's not Before Sunrise, but it's really good. Um, and and before sunset the 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 second film in the trilogy is still pretty good even yeah. though it's my least favorite right and we are gonna watch those films on Friday ah how are you feeling about that
1: um so I really agree with you when you said before you watch the sequels that this uh before sunrise is should be a story in itself and it should not have a sequel yeah that's why you felt before you saw the sequel yeah um but I'm I'm curious to find out what happens to these lovers because they said that they were going to see each other um, six months from that time in uh, December and at nine o'clock. Uh, was it nine six o'clock, o'clock? Six o'clock.
0: December of 1994.
1: Yes. Yeah. December of 1994, six o'clock. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I would say... I would have been completely fine with them never doing a sequel and this just being an open question.
1: Right, right.
0: Having said that, I am glad I watched the sequel. So I, I'll tell you a couple things that don't really give much away from the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, both of the sequels are based in Europe. hmm And one thing that I was concerned that they were going to do, which I'm glad that they didn't do. Yeah. Because I think lesser films would have done this. Yeah. Is I was afraid that they were going to bring back other characters from the first film, mm. like the guys who were throwing the play mm. or the bartender who Jesse got the free alcohol from.
1: They uh-huh, didn't do that. Uh-huh, uh-huh, they they yeah. didn't
0: cheapen the movie by right. bringing those characters back. Bringing
1: the characters back. Yeah, okay.
0: you, you never see or hear about them again.
1: Right, right, okay. And Not I re- even the guy with the, the, the play that was going to dress up like a cow.
0: No, no, no. Okay. You, and I really like that they didn't go that because I think that that would have cheapened the experience. Hmm. So after I watched these movies, I went on Wikipedia and I read a little bit more. Do you know what inspired the original film? What's that? Okay, so Richard Linklater, the director, Mm -hmm. was going from, I want to say, New York to Austin. And he had a layover in Philadelphia that was especially long. Mm -hmm. According to Wikipedia, he met this lady and they spent a night in Philadelphia together. Okay. So I think he might have been promoting or one of his earlier movies. Okay. He comes back. He can't get in contact with her. So he he before sunrise is loosely based on their story.
1: Is that before he had children? Yes, okay.
0: before sunrise comes out, uh, he lives his life. and I think if I have the story right, they had released the sequel before sunset and somebody asked them about it. They did some digging and found out that the lady he was with in Philadelphia actually died before. The first movie in the trilogy was released in a motorcycle accident. Oh, it's
1: very sad.
0: So then I, yeah, then I watched an interview with Ethan Uh Hawke where he's talking about the trilogy. And he said that the way that the first one came about is a friend of his had a small role in, oh God, what's the the movie that everybody likes? Dazed and Confused. Uh
1: huh. I don't know. I never see the movie, so.
0: I think it's overrated. I'm like yeah. the only person who feels that way. Okay. He goes to see it with a, a screening with his buddy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Him and Richard Linkletter start talking. Linkletter sends him the script. And Ethan Hawke thinks that he has a part in the script. Mm-hmm. So he just starts cr- critiquing it. Mm-hmm. And apparently he was only supposed to have the script so he could have something to audition with. <laughs> yeah. So they go in and he gets the part and then they're looking for a lady. They get Julie Delphi. Yeah. And one day Ethan Hawke starts criticizing it like saying... This thing in the script isn't realistic, so mm. Richard Linkletter sets both of them down, mm-hmm. and they the three of them begin rewriting the scripts. Oh wow! To make it more realistic.
1: Oh wow!
0: Okay. It's So it's a really interesting way that the movie. So, can
1: make but it. all three of them collaborated. Yes. Wow.
0: According to Ethan Hawke. That's kind of cool. Yeah, and he said that he wanted to do the the first sequel. Because when they started doing press for Before Sunrise, Mm -hmm. people would ask them if uh, Jesse and Celine got together after the six months. Right. And for him, the open question mark was the path to the sequel. Yeah. And to me, it's like, it would have been so much more interesting had they not answered that question.
1: Right. Okay. And it would have been like somebody else? What do you mean? Another couple?
0: What do you mean another couple?
1: I mean, another another couple, but you didn't want them to answer the question about, Jesse and Celine getting together. Yeah,
0: if it was up to me, they only would have done one film. Okay, but I did like the sequels, which is why we're watching them. This put it to you this way: if I thought the sequels were horrible, I'd just tell you everything about them. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Right. Oh, you're not going to watch it anyway. So here's one yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Jesse and Celine. End I know up
1: how you operate. Killing now, each but...
0: other. And... <laughs> <laughs> which
1: know. apparently that wasn't true.
0: No that that did not. <laughs> I will tell you this: uh, they are both still alive at the end of the third movie
1: it's <laughs> good nobody killed each other that's good
0: yes at least not in these films
1: it wasn't like one of them was hanging off a chandelier and they fell or something
0: yeah but again i'm really interested to see if you're you're still going to agree with me that the first one is the best in the trilogy because i am a little bit too close to the first film right okay yeah
1: i can understand i mean it is a good story mm-hmm. it is i mean it's just for the most part it's just two of them the two of them going on this um, this journey together, I guess. The, cool, or the yeah. day together. Yeah. The
0: cool thing about uh, Before Sunset mm-hmm. is it's done in real time, which basically means that the movie starts and ends in the span of the film. So you know how like Before Sunrise took place over one night. Mm-hmm. Before Sunset is an hour and twenty minutes, and it takes place over an hour and twenty minute period. So it's not right. like it takes place and there are all these jumps in times, like most movies.
1: Oh, I see. I see.
0: Yeah. So kind of like it actually,
1: it actually goes. Um, it actually fits the hour in twenty minutes. Yeah,
0: it's kind of like uh, roped in.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So it's not like one day this happens the next and next day say, it happens, no. right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because it's kind of it gets kind of confusing that way.
0: It does. Yeah. But before we watch those films, we are going to do a Woody Harrelson bill murray thing for the next two nights oh goodness starting off with kingpin and broken flowers are you excited about this
1: i'm not sure what to expect (laughs) because i don't really know a lot about i know that bill murray does a lot of funny stuff (laughs) funny movies um he's so funny in rushmore um yeah he's great man yeah and then um you know i i you told me about kingpin and broken flowers and you said that you you think i would like it
0: yeah i'm really uh, i'm excited about tonight but I'm really interested to see what you think of The People versus Larry Flint tomorrow. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
1: I don't know. I heard I heard some good things about the movie, but I also heard there was like some controversy with it. Right?
0: Listen, there is some nudity and profanity in it.
1: Oh, just like almost every movie that you showed me had that.
0: That's not true, is
1: it? A lot of profanity. I don't know about the nudity part.
0: No, not in every movie.
1: Mm, well, maybe not in every movie, but there were still some hints of it. In, in 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 certain movies i think the most i think the most profanity laced one that you showed me was probably jackie brown
0: oh yeah but you like that though right um didn't you say you would have recommended to people you
1: i know? i would i mean it's i mean i don't like it as much as you do though i will say that
0: that is a top five favorite movie
1: from okay and i don't make lists
0: <laughs> no, but gun to my head, if somebody said you have to make a top five list, <laughs> Jackie Brown is in that list for me. Okay. You know.
1: Okay. Yes, yes. That's fair enough.
0: Oh, oh. but we'll have uh, some fun movie nights, babes. Yes. I'm excited. Yes,
1: that'll be interesting.
0: I understand, J Lo. Yeah. That you have been reading more of 1984.
1: Yes, and I left off... Uh, I'm going to start Chapter 6 in Part 2. It's getting very interesting. Tell me. Well, the, uh, so... It's interesting because... He, uh, Winston Smith is the protagonist. And he's been carrying on this relationship with Julia. And um, the reason why they got together is because Julia admits that she was in love or is in love with Winston and I'm she's pretending to be a part of the party, but she isn't. And uh, they've been carrying on this love affair for like, I don't know how many months might have been might have been a couple months, I can't remember. and they've been they've been um, trying to find hiding places because at that time, um they were under communist rule so they, they had to find places so that the thought police would not catch them um in the act or doing anything that doing anything without their supervision. So um the interesting thing about this is that she was able to obtain a lot of things from the black market like chocolate we saw in the beginning of the, the story to um real coffee uh real makeup and doesn't she doesn't explain how she's able to get that i'm guessing she had to like go um top secret however however she's supposed to and get all these things um and i'm guessing they um the inner party knows more about those things i mean i don't know much about the the proles, as uh, Winston calls them. But I'm starting to learn a little bit more about them. And then when Winston would talk to her about what may have happened before the revolution, she just doesn't want to talk about it. Mm. It's like she refuses. Maybe she refuses to know about it or she just wants to be oblivious to it. Like nothing, nothing's wrong. In her 26-year-old mind, nothing is wrong. But in Winston's thirty-nine-year-old mind, everything is wrong. So I think it's kind of interesting the um, the the correlation between the two characters and where they are in their lives.
0: Between the stupidity of youth represented by Julie,
1: Julia, uh, Julia, yes.
0: and the reality of getting older represented by Winston, you believe
1: right that that the reality that some things have changed and not for the not for the better, um, and then when they were they were um, when it was being described about Hate Week, uh, that was pretty disturbing, mm. especially when it was when um, the author stated about the ground this part of uh, ground that these children were playing on, and some bomb just blew them all up, and nobody seemed to care because of what was being drilled into their heads from the telescreens. So I thought it was kind of interesting. Yeah. It is.
0: It's a very complex book that does make you think a lot.
1: It really does. It really does. I mean, even if you look a certain way, sneeze a certain way, maybe even said something, you know, and then you have the um, the new speak words, which are kind of strange. And then you have the... The, what what Winston was doing was putting things in pneumatic tubes and then uh insinuating them in the memory holes so that things were being evaporated uh, uh, physically and otherwise right you know I, I, just, yeah. I it's so interesting it really I mean, in my seventeen year old brain
0: when you first started when I
1: started that. reading that about the telescreen part, I'm like, this is just so odd. But now
0: it's uh, like we have that stuff almost.
1: Almost. You know. It's not quite there, but, but
0: it's it's a lot closer.
1: It's it's scary to think that that may or may not happen. I don't know.
0: A question that comes into my head. hmm People talk about Orwell and say he was such a genius, which I do agree with because yes. I, I like I like some of his books that aren't even popular. Oh, really? Yeah, but mm. they say he's you know he's such a genius. He predicted the future, um, and I'm wondering, mm-hmm. in your opinion, and I, I know the telescreen's are are thing, but let's talk about like the themes of actual people what they go on being spied upon, yeah, being censored in a way, yes, being told to think a certain, yeah, way, right, yes is it that he predicted the future or is it that George Orwell saw things that have been trends in society for generations and he Um, just placed it in a future setting?
1: I don't know that he predicted the future because some people are, have even said that this book is, is uh, also prophetic, Mm -hmm. Um, which and that may be some truth to it, but I think because he hated totalitarianism apparently. He did not like totalitarianism, um, as evidenced in uh, Animal Farm and so far in 1984, that he, maybe he was afraid that that would happen in the future. Mm. Not that he predicted it, but maybe that it was that he was afraid. And it is a very telling and poignant uh, book so far.
0: Yeah, I think it's just a lot of it. He got... I mean, telescreens we kind of have now, but the book was considered a classic book. Are you
1: talking about, like, the computer screens? Yes. or Yes. Or, or, um, that,
0: that's what I think of, like, as a telescreen in
1: my head. Uh,
0: other- I, I
1: think that, yeah, but well, what I think about telescreens, I think about, um, I mean, back then it was written in 1949. Right. But I would think it would have been, like, some TV-type device that would be hooked up in your house where... People are spying on you every single waking moment of your life, but it isn't like, it isn't as, um, but but today it's more covert. I don't know.
0: Yeah, so, so here, here's how I think about it. The telescreen thing, we could go back and forth about whether he got right. If he didn't, he got it fairly closely. Yeah. But the book was considered a classic before then. And so I'm I, the older I get, the more I think that he's not a, And we have things now where there's like the PC mob. Right. Oh, the thought police. They could represent the thought police. You could also say that for some people on the right too, that they represent thought police. So I don't think that he's a genius for predicting the telescreen.
1: I don't think he predicted anything really. I
0: I think there's an argument to be made for that. I don't think it's that he predicted the PC mob or anything.
1: Yeah. I
0: think what it is is, these things have always been going on. Governments have always been trying to censor speech in some way, or some group has always been trying to control the way you think. And he just knew how to word it a specific way to where the masses could relate to it. Does Um, any of that make sense?
1: Maybe. Yeah. He just, it, it seemed like what was around him, he didn't like what he was seeing Yeah. and he wanted to write. Well, maybe he wanted to write a story. Well, what if this really did happen? What if, Um, what if things like words and, and names and people and places and, you know, what if they all, what if some of these things were evaporated, like he calls it and nobody, and it it goes out of existence and nobody, nobody remembers them anymore.
0: Do you think it's possible Mm. to have a society without censorship? No. Oh, I uh, no, I'm
1: sorry. Without censorship. Yeah, without censorship. Um. Yeah, I, I, I do. I think it's possible to have a site without censorship. Yes. Yeah, you do. Well, I mean, it, th- there should no there should be no censoring censoring of any kind.
0: But censorship could take many different forms, right? So, oftentimes we imagine it as the government, mm-hmm. or we could even say it's corporations. Now, mm-hmm. back in the '90s, that could have been you know, TV networks saying that a certain program that questions advertisers too much yeah. won't get play. Uh-huh. Today, it could be people saying, well, Twitter won't let this person speak on this issue. or right, right. Or Facebook and Google or won't let their posts be seen.
1: Or or only limited, um, you know, your your searches will be filtered. Or yeah, you know.
0: and when you're a kid, it could take the form of a parent or an older person telling you not to say that. Uh-huh. And so I'm wondering do you really believe knowing that knowing that i'm not just talking about governments mm-hmm. that there could be a society without censorship and i i don't um, think that there could be
1: i don't know i can't answer that mm. it's hard to say because um it's it's an ongoing ever you know it's it's an ongoing Ever suffering, a uh, long suffering battle, right? Yeah. It's it's it seems like it's going to be a battle to the end, right? I, I don't know. I don't see it. I don't know that it's going to completely stop, com- uh, you know, altogether. But I hope that I, I would hope that eventually it'll come to an end. And I don't know if it's going to come to an end in our lifetime. But maybe by then I'll be gone, so I won't
0: have to worry about it. Well, but then it won't be it. in your I, lifetime.
1: No, that's what I mean. Yes. I don't know if it's going to be in my lifetime or not. Hmm. But I said maybe by then I'll be gone so I won't have to worry about it. Okay,
0: gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that's what I you
1: see, you're not you're not with it this oh, morning. Oh,
0: I think I'm with it. Really? No, I'm with you. Not oh. with you. <laughs> okay.
1: Whatever it is. Oh my
0: goodness. But I was just curious about that,
1: Yeah, but it's a um I'm interested to 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 read more of the book because it really is you know, in you know, in my uh, adult brain now, it's it's so much more clearer than yeah. it would have been in my seventeen-year-old brain because I'm just like, I cannot read this. Huh. I mean, I I kind of wondered about like rereading things, or um, I remember in my junior year, as I've told you before, that my goal was to read as many classics as possible. Yes. And one of the classics I tried to read was *Great Expectations*. is very confusing.
0: I've never even tried to read that book.
1: I only read to the I only read like the first half of the book and then I just was like, I can't read this anymore, it's too hard.
0: Oddly enough, even though I've read a lot of books, yeah. I, I I've read very few classics.
1: I do I will I do encourage you to read the Get, The Great Gatsby. It is a good book.
0: I've read that. You did? I thought it was the okay Gatsby. <laughs> I thought that would have been a bit of a
1: book. Oh, the okay Gatsby. Yeah, it was okay.
0: It was. <laughs> to me it wasn't a great book now it could have also been that i was in my early 20s when i read it and yeah. perhaps i needed some life experience
1: yeah
0: if i revisit <clears throat> it now i could think it's one of the best books ever written
1: no i think uh i think my favorite book that i ever read in school that i still think is a classic today is to kill a mockingbird
0: that was a good book
1: yeah it's 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 my i i would say it's like my favorite fictional book i would one of them.
0: Wow, I believe our fifth grade teacher read it to us. Great book. To me, favorite fiction would probably have to be a Confederacy of Dunces. Ah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I think I he, like
1: I think I like To Kill a Mockingbird slightly better than that. Not not. I mean, the Confederates, the Confederacy of Dunces, is really really funny. Yeah. But it really, but I think To Kill a Mockingbird really makes you think about. What really happened back then?
0: Either Confederacy of Denses or Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. Okay. I know I've talked about both books a lot, but they have both had a pretty big big impact on my
1: life. That's such a weird title.
0: It's a great book, though. I'm sure it is. Oh, my God. you got to read that sometime, babe. I would reread it with you. It would be like my fourth or fifth time rereading it. It would be my fourth time reading it.
1: Does it have anything to do with motorcycles?
0: To an like extent, my- but... It's, it's, you know, the story, it's about these, the sky and the sun taking a trip across the country. Um, so there is a little bit about motorcycle, but it's not like, you know, 10 chapters. It's about
1: not about, Harley's. not all about motorcycles. No, no,
0: no. It's about okay. a man and a son.
1: And they're on motorcycles.
0: In part of the book. Yes. In
1: part of the book. Okay. Yes. Yes. And how old is his son?
0: His son? I think his son, Chris, is like 10 or 12, somewhere around then.
1: Okay. So I, I, am pretty young still. Yes. Okay.
0: Speaking of Chris, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I woke up and found out some good news this morning. What about? Are you a fan of the stand-up comedy of Mr. Christopher Rock?
1: Christopher Rock? A a little bit. I mean, I don't really go deep with him.
0: Well, some people call him Chris, so it's possible you know him better
1: His mother calls him Chrissy.
0: Are you a fan of Chrissy Rock? (laughs) Do you like the comedy of Chrissy Rock? No. (laughs) Little Chrissy Rock.
1: No, the real the reason why I know that is because I heard an interview with her, and she kept referring to her him as um Chrissy, little Chrissy Rock. No, Chrissy. Okay. Chrissy, and I'm like, oh my goodness, I can't believe that. That is just yes.
0: <laughs> so you watch the comedy of Chrissy Rock?
1: Um, a, a little bit. I've heard bits and pieces, but I'm I don't really, yeah.
0: Okay, so about three years ago, Chrissy Rock released <laughs> Chrissy a, Rock released a comedy special. <laughs> On Netflix. I think it's called Tambourine Man. Oh, wow. I watched it.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I almost said the person's name. I watched it with a good friend of mine who you've met. Okay. The one who asked if you had sisters.
1: Oh, yeah. Alana,
0: you drove Rick crazy.
1: Okay, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yes, I know, I know. I actually got to call him next week. Yeah, you should.
0: He's a good guy. little little horny, but a good guy. Apparently. But who isn't horny in this day (laughs) and age? Anyways. So let's, let's get
1: off of that. Okay, anyway, go on. so
0: Tambourine Man comes out. And it's mm-hmm. it's not my favorite special of his, but it's pretty good. Yeah. I watched it, whole thing.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: I wake up this morning mm-hmm. and I hear that Chris Rock re-released the special. But he didn't just like re-release it. Mm-hmm. He added like 33 more minutes. Oh. Took out some stuff that he didn't feel was working in the special, mm-hmm. shot it in front of like a different audience. I guess he did this like Pre-COVID. I haven't seen it Oh,
1: wow. Okay. A different audience.
0: Yeah. And so I forgot the new name of it, but the subtitle to the special is Tambourine Man. Okay. Or whatever the name of the old special was. Okay. And then I'm like, is that on Netflix now? And I looked and it is. Oh, wow. So when I go home Saturday night, I'm probably going to watch that. Oh, wow. I'm excited about that. Very good. Because presumably if it's a different audience, that means he... Even with the material that was in the mm. original special, mm-hmm. he probably delivers it a little bit differently. Right. Which will be exciting to experience. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. What's your favorite Chrissy Rock special?
1: I never, I, I don't watch a lot of comedy specials. And it's not that, I don't know. Um, I, I can't say up.
0: That's a difference between me and you because.
1: I'm not as obsessed with comedy specials as you are.
0: I don't watch a lot now, but I used to back in the day. Mm-hmm. Someday we gotta do a comedy special night. Uh. But you don't seem very excited. Well,
1: too. I mean, I don't I don't watch a lot of them, yeah. so it's like I mean I don't know. <laughs> I just I just I, I I don't watch a lot of them. Some of them are uh, I just don't I don't know why.
0: I like the Chris Rock specials that are considered the classics. Mm-hmm. But he has one special called, I think it's called Shoot the Messenger or Blame the Messenger. Uh I think it's Shoot the Messenger that came out in 2004. Uh No one really talks about that special too much today. To me, that's not just my favorite special of his. It's like top three or four favorite of all time. Mm. Oh my God, that special is so incredible.
1: There was one documentary that he helped. I think he wrote it or something. Yeah, good hair. You told good that hair, that. and I and I've been wanting to see that. I thought I thought it would be kind of a funny um, thing to see, but um, he was he was on Oprah um, premiering that or, or talking promoting that documentary, and he got the inspiration from his daughter.
0: Yeah, you told me that too. Oh I, I think you said that here too, but that's okay.
1: Yes, I know. I probably did. Yes
0: uh maybe in a couple of weeks we should do a documentary weekend but we'll figure that out yes way. we yes. still got to get it started this weekend and we had discussed babe mm-hmm. about doing a juliet lewis weekend next week
1: possibly yeah there's a um a couple i honestly think uh so there's a movie there's a couple movies i want to show you that night and the other sister yeah and i want to show and...
0: you natural born killers and from dust to dawn uh if you uh, go on about that night and the other sister,
1: but I know. think the other sister is um is I like it better than that night hmm. and I, did I tell you the premise of it?
0: You told me the premise of the other sister she has some mental difficulties
1: yes, um, she does she has a mental mental disability, and um it's basically her. Um, growing, growing into an adult and moving out on, on her own and having a boyfriend and, um, you know, trying to do what everybody else is doing, even though she's got some things going on. And it's a, it's a, it's a fun movie. That night, I believe, is more dramatic, where um, it's about this girl named Alice. I think her name is Alice Bloom,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and she kind of um. She befriends Cheryl who is played by Juliet Lewis. So Alice is like I think thirteen or fourteen. And Cheryl, who's played by Juliet Lewis, is like three three years her senior. And she kind of she kind of follow, you know, she kind of follows, you know, what what goes on with her and her relationships.
0: Wait a second. It I could be Sleep deprived, but it sounded like you said Juliet Lewis played both characters.
1: No, okay. no, I said Juliet Lewis
0: plays th- plays Cheryl. Yes,
1: and there's another girl who plays a younger girl, Alice.
0: Okay, okay, and
1: Alice is kind of you know observing Cheryl. Yes, as to how you know how her relationships are, and she's around. Cheryl is like is 17 in the movie, and I think Alice, Alice is, 13. is thirteen or fourteen. yes yeah. nice, nice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We. we might no have, one
1: really talks about that.
0: We might have to do that next weekend. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah.
1: And I don't believe I watched all of that night, but I remember it was good. Nice.
0: Um, I would be very interested to get your take on Natural Born Killers and From Dust Till Dawn.
1: I don't know if I'm gonna like those two movies, but I
0: I, don't know. I like Natural Born Killers a lot. It's not my favorite movie, but I think From Dust Till Dawn is is. A really, really good movie. Okay. Really good. Um, it's it's a, like a, a slasher movie.
1: Yeah. Or it's kind of
0: like I don't know if you call it a slasher or a horror movie. It's, Is it kind
1: of like a um a poking fun of slasher horror movies?
0: It's well, I'll give you the premise.
1: Mm-hmm. I think you told me the premise already.
0: All right. Well, you're gonna hear it again then. Mm. George Clooney and Quentin Tarantino are these bank robbers. Yes. And they have to go down to Mexico to meet Cheech Marin, who Mm -hmm. is going to give them them safe harbor. Mm -hmm. So they kidnap this family and they they go to this bar that um, is ran by vampires and Mm -hmm. they have to fight the vampires to stay alive. Okay. I did tell you the premise of the movie. Yes,
1: you did. Yes, you did. I might have
0: told it to you recently.
1: No, it was was more than recently. You told me like more than once. Oh, really? (laughs) With Harvey Keitel was in it.
0: Oh, Harvey's great.
1: <laughs> Harvey Keitel is the, uh, uh, I guess he used to be a preacher or something. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. now fighting vampires.
0: Ah. <laughs> well, it's a great movie.
1: I pretty much um, memorized your uh, explanations of them. <laughs> well, not all of them. Okay,
0: what other, <laughs> what other movies have I told you about? <laughs> we should do that one day. Basically. We should sit down and I'll just say, um, t- tell me some stories from my life. And then I tell you stories from your life.
1: That'd be kind of funny, uh, a funny segment.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) Um. Yeah. There's other stories. Uh. You told me some. You told me a lot about before sunrise.
0: Uh, I talk about movies you haven't seen.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, Kingpin. Um. You told me about the People versus Larry Flint and how uh strange that was for your grandparents. Yes. Um,
0: (laughs) Did I tell you? I don't know why I did this thing. What
1: what, what what? did you do?
0: I was a little bit of an asshole when I was uh, in middle school. That doesn't surprise me. I took my I'm parents. I'm just kidding. I'm just
1: kidding. I, I just... took my
0: parents. My grandparents to see Chasing Amy. You did. After I'd already seen it. they were like shocked by it. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. It's a great movie. And man.
1: they weren't shocked by it? No, they were shocked by it. Oh, oh, okay. That's just a great movie. Okay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And then for a couple of years later when I'd say, oh, let's go see a movie. And they'd be like, is it better than chasing Amy?
1: <laughs> And they didn't like it? <laughs> yeah, they didn't like it. Okay. Yeah, a- <laughs> is it better than chasing Amy? <laughs> yeah. was, it, was it a specific scene where um, she was singing at that club?
0: No, no, no! The, like they just didn't,
1: just the whole entire thing. No, right? they
0: didn't mind any of the gay stuff. They were upset because it has a lot of like strong language in it.
1: Oh, I thought they would be okay with it.
0: No, they were okay with the gay stuff. They just were,
1: no. I thought they were okay with that other stuff.
0: They were okay with strong language, but the movie is like a little bit over the top of it.
1: Okay, so so it's like really overwhelming. Yeah, so
0: it would be something if it was just like a curse word here or there, but like <laughs>
1: it's just like a string of them.
0: Yes. Yeah. It's a Kevin Smith movie, babes. Oh, boy. It's.
1: Like like a Smiling Bob uh, and. Jane and had, Silent and Bob. I'm sorry, Bob. Okay. just yes. I'm sorry, not Smiling Bob, yes, Silent yes. Bob. I'm sorry, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I was thinking of Sideshow Bob, but that's a different yes, yes. one. So,
0: <laughs> I wouldn't show you Clerks. Okay. Which is my favorite Kevin Smith
1: movie. Okay. But
0: I might show you Chasing Amy.
1: Okay. I only saw parts of it, but I wasn't yeah. really interested in seeing the entire movie. Oh,
0: to me that's brilliant. That that's mm-hmm. probably my favorite Ben Affleck movie. Okay. Yes.
1: But you never see you never see uh you never see the actual Amy. No. No. No, no, no. no. It's just the concept of chasing Amy.
0: Well, Silent Bob, mm-hmm. aka Kevin Smith, explains who Amy is near the end of the film.
1: So so in, in let me let me let me um uh ask you exactly because I remember you told me what the explanation was. So what you were saying, what your explanation of chasing Amy was, is that Amy was a girl that he's been chasing since he was a teenager, right?
0: Not exactly. You're kinda uh, close. Okay. He is a comic book artist. And he works on this comic book called Bloodman and Chronic. With, with,
1: okay, with,
0: no, but there's there's a, a story about why it's called that. Okay. I'm gonna get to that. In okay, just a second. I... it's not what you think it is.
1: Okay, I was gonna say, oh, okay, That's off the okay,
0: part. he works on it with his friend Jason Lee,
1: mm-hmm. right?
0: The Jason Lee is, is awesome in this movie, okay. And Jason Lee is like this homophobic, very loudmouth type of aggro, wants to be an aggro male type of guy, okay, right? okay, okay. So they go to this comic book convention. And one of the, the guys introduces them to Alyssa, who is played by Joey Lauren Adams. Yes. And he falls in love with her. She's gay. You're right. And it's about him being attracted to her. So the reason that the comic book is called Blunt, Man, and Chronic mm-hmm. is because it's based off of Jay and Silent Bob. And he thought by changing their names, oh, he would get away with not having to pay them. But they oh. lawyered up, oh, and so okay. The scene where you hear the explanation about why who Amy is, yeah. is when he goes to a cafe to or goes to a like a diner to meet them and pay them royalties for. the Oh, comic.
1: really? Oh, yeah. okay. For the comic in the, that was in the
0: movie, yes, for oh. for Blunt Man and and Chronic.
1: <laughs> okay. Yes. Oh, that's why. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All
0: right. But um, we'll get, we'll like so many other films I want to see, <laughs> we'll get there when we get there.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Yes. We're we're not getting there this weekend, and something tells me we're not getting there next weekend or, or in um, February, but at some uh, point in the future, we'll get no. there. No.
1: Uh, yes. I don't know.
0: Oh. I... Just as long as you're enjoying exploring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: There's diff- yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. That's a cool thing about the um, exploring cinema is you just don't know where you're gonna go.
0: That's right, babes.
1: At any time, that's any right, given time. That's right, babes. It's like cinema is a forest.
0: Yeah, it kind of is.
1: But... <laughs> yeah, you can go one way, but you can go this way, followed by this way, but you don't know where you're gonna end up. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna like it, and you're like, oh, I don't, I don't like this path anymore.
0: But it's <laughs> a fascinating exploration of our culture and right who we are right um unfortunately i do not have any blunt in chronic <laughs> that's
1: not a real comic book
0: i don't think they are but you know that kevin <laughs> smith did comic books for a while really like he actually he this actually... was after he became a famous director i think really? he did a couple issues of batman oh wow and his daughter's named harley quinn oh really yeah she's an actress
1: wasn't there a wasn't there is it Harlow or Harley? Harley Quinn. Wasn't there a um, a person named Harlow Quinn?
0: I don't know about that, but Harley Quinn is a name of a a character from the Batman comic. Books.
1: It's kind of a cool name.
0: Yeah, Harley Quinn Smith.
1: Harley Quinn Smith. Yeah, yes. that's interesting.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Do you know what Penn Gillette's daughter's name is?
1: Um, pencil. No. Crayon.
0: No. Don't want me to tell you? Gillette razor. No. <laughs> what was moxie crime fighter
1: oh no are you serious that that's might what, have been that's what he said yeah you know what that may they may have been so i remember when i used to watch vh1 countdowns and some of them were pretty funny mm-hmm. and they had this countdown of celebrities who gave their um kids the weirdest names ever that might have been that might have been in the countdown i don't know but that's a weird name
0: i could see that Apparently...
1: moxie crime fighter yeah Poor thing.
0: Apparently he's lost a lot of weight.
1: Yeah, I heard he was huge.
0: At one point, but he went on some potato diet a couple of years ago. Potato diet? Yeah, where he wow. ate nothing but potatoes for like a month, I think.
1: Wow. I'm
0: going to have the specifics a little bit off, but you know how I
1: am. I wonder how he did it if he boiled them instead of bake them. I don't know. Because like, I heard boiling potatoes is healthier than baking them all the time. I'm not sure if that's correct. Mm. Don't ask me. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Uh. I actually read his book, God Know, Signs You Might Be an Atheist, and uh, Kevin Smith's book, uh, Tufts Hit, around the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were, they were both pretty good books. There's a book of Kevin Smith that I keep trying to find, and I when I lived in Honolulu, it was one of those books that I would read parts of it whenever I would go to Borders, and it was called Silent Bob Speaks. Oh, wow. But so far, I can't find it anywhere. Oh, really? Like in an E format.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: And I remember him making fun of Reese Witherspoon in the book. Calling oh, really? her, like, Greasy Reese or something. Oh,
1: wow. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. You not a Reese Witherspoon fan? Am? Apparently, he's not. Wow. Well. Yes. Well, that's that's too bad. I guess people have their own opinions.
0: Yes. Uh, he hates. Well, I don't know if he hates her, but he has problems with her and Bruce Willis.
1: With with Reese Witherspoon and
0: Bruce Willis. Yes.
1: Well, then, does he have a problem with Demi Moore?
0: I have no clue. You'd have to ask him that. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, Bruce Willis. I think
1: she has a. I think Demi Moore is a is a talented actress, but I think she has a weird voice.
0: She does. Very raspy. It
1: sounds kind of raspy. I'm like, what is wrong with your throat, woman? Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> she went through a lot of stuff. I don't know if you ever read her book.
1: No, I don't know if I want to.
0: It was kind of intense.
1: What? What? What do you mean? Like, she didn't you say that she had like a horrible childhood or something? Yeah, it was a no...
0: horrible childhood with her mom and dad and people her mom was dating and all that stuff. Wow. And then yeah, it it just it did not seem like a fun scene.
1: I still cannot believe that people thought that her and Ashton Kutcher actually made a good couple. I just don't. Get it?
0: I don't know who thought that. Besides, for them,
1: I don't know either. But I think, I think it was better for him to end up with Mila Kunis. Yeah.
0: Although she might be starting to think that now. Maybe they're spending too much time together, and she's like, you know, <laughs> he should really uh, call to me up, and maybe he should go over there. Yeah.
1: For maybe you should hang out with my ex-boyfriend Macaulay Culkin.
0: Yeah.
1: Maybe he could. Uh,
0: oh, that's right. She so went out with him.
1: He, he for a lot of years. For a lot of years, really. A lot. I don't know how many years, okay. but I would imagine it was a lot of years because um i I, when i first heard that they were together i'm like that's a weird pairing Mm -hmm. that's a really weird pairing i don't know and i i don't know i mean i don't know much about mila kunis but all i remember is when she was on that 70s show she was like the most whiniest rich kid i ever heard in my life
0: i didn't even know that her character was supposed to be rich
1: Either she was rich or so I forgot what it was, but she was like really like super whiny in the show. Now
0: keep in mind, yeah, this was before I met my J Lo, mm-hmm. but I thought she was very hot on that show.
1: I'm sure she was, yeah. but I didn't. I I thought she was like extremely whiny and, uh, yeah,
0: good show though.
1: Yeah, I don't know how I don't know how Stephen Hyde and uh, Michael Kelso kept up for kept up with Jackie. I don't know either. Yeah, because she dated, she dated Michael before she dated Steven, I believe.
0: That's right. I think you're right.
1: Steven was weird, though. He just seemed like a... I don't know if it's true. I, he seemed like antisocial in the his character.
0: He was great on that show, though. But
1: he was good. He was I mean,
0: I, you know, despite his personal issues.
1: I mean, maybe he's not like that in real life, but on the show, he was kind of like, kind of monotone, antisocial. I don't know.
0: I know he got too would
1: Oh, really? And I
0: think it was pretty serious.
1: Oh, really? I
0: think it was more than just he said hi to me and I didn't like his inclination. He got me too'd by somebody. I think it was by a, a couple of different people.
1: Wow! It wasn't
0: like a Garrison Keillor me It was like oh. it wasn't.
1: So it wasn't like overblown like Garrison Keillor's was, right?
0: Well, I mean, I don't know what's real and what's not. Yeah. But the allegations, if I remember correctly, were pretty serious. Um, wow. Now, I don't know how that whole thing panned out. I don't follow his life in great detail, but I do remember hearing that.
1: Wow. Yeah. Uh, that's not good.
0: Yeah, that's Stephen good. Hyde.
1: Yeah, I forgot who played him.
0: That was Danny Masterson? It, I think that's right.
1: Danny Masterson's a woman. Who am
0: I thinking of? It was a dude with the... the.
1: It wasn't for Grace. That was, no, 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 uh, it wasn't
0: for Grace. It was the other dude.
1: Um, I... No, Danny Masterson's a woman, I think.
0: I'm glad you corrected me on that.
1: I, I, I don't remember who it was.
0: Some Masterson. Danny
1: Danny something. Uh, maybe it is Danny something. I can't remember what Or
0: it was. some Danny or some
1: Masterson. <laughs> or... I believe Danny Masterson is a woman.
0: Okay. Well, uh, in any events, I hope that Steven And
1: if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. But <laughs> well, in I hope... fact, I think we should Google it after we get off this thing or yeah.
0: I hope that the guy who played Stephen Kelso has, or not Stephen Kelso, Michael
1: Kelso Hyde, Stephen Hyde, I mean, yeah,
0: I hope, I hope the dude who played Hyde um, gets his life together and stops touching women in the (laughs) Hyde. I don't know that he did that. And I hope that those were just, like, fake accusations. Um,
1: I, I hope they were fake accusations. But it
0: sounded pretty serious. I think they fired him from some TV
1: I didn't show. even hear about that at all.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, there's so many people getting Me Too. So.
1: Was this, like, recently? Like, a few years ago? This was,
0: like, a few years ago when the whole thing was at its height. Wow. Before Joe Biden stopped Me Too. That's right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's 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 right. Yeah. Well, now they can call it Bite Me Too.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: Yeah. Whoa. Yes, you did this, Joe. Yeah, well, bite me. Oh, my goodness. That's what he basically saying. <laughs> I don't know. That's, did he say that? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. Yes, yes, yes. Bite me, too. That's what they should call it. Oh, my goodness. But anyway, I digress. Yes, yes. How you look like?
0: Oh, my goodness. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I'm happy for you, babes. Oh, babes, you just on my cheeks, okay?
1: Sandpaper
0: face. Paper face. <laughs> Alana. Yes. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to discuss right now?
1: I did not have any. Oh, did you tell your dream?
0: Oh no, no. I didn't tell.
1: <laughs> I didn't have any dreams last night. But... I thought you did. Did I? Um, oh, the other night I had a dream. I'll just tell this one really quickly. Go ahead. I think I was trying to write out a complaint about something. Yeah. Lately, I've been having like maybe not lately, but a couple of times I've had computer dreams. And I was, um, I was on my computer, and I was writing out something, and I could not hear my Jaws. It was very strange.
0: And Jaws, for people who are not blind, is a screen reader.
1: Yes, and I couldn't hear it, and I'm like, what is going on with this thing? And so I didn't know what I was writing, but I think your dream is a little bit more funnier. Okay, so
0: <laughs> last night I fell asleep, and... Alana takes me to her relative's house, who I'm assuming are a aunt and uncle. Alana goes to the bedroom before I can join her.
1: If I even let him let go in.
0: You would if it's your aunt and uncle's house. No, I now wouldn't. You, can serve, you wouldn't let me join you. Okay, well, okay, okay. go
1: out to the dream. Go on to the dream. We're getting off with Rock Hill.
0: Okay. Her uncle sits me down and says, hey, uh, there's this documentary I want you to watch. <laughs> and it's about this alligator who gets involved in politics. <laughs> it's really, really, really long. <laughs> and by why, by why what I believe is the end of the documentary, I start smelling eggs. You <laughs> can tell that it's her uncle cooking on the soap top. No, I hate eggs. So I'm thinking to myself, what excuse can I use? And I'm thinking I could say, I need to go to sleep right now because I haven't slept in a while. Then I woke up.
1: (laughs) That was weird. Yes. Yes.
0: See, that's the other reason I feel awkward about wanting to meet your relatives. It's not just the room thing, although that plays into it. But it's also, I feel like I really offend them if I turn down eating eggs.
1: Well, like I told you before, Bubs, because, you know, for the most part, you're, you're, you are you're want to try different things, right?
0: For the most part, with uh, but, self-acceptance. But liking.
1: here's the thing, though. Go ahead. There are times where people have thought that they didn't like something. Like, I thought I didn't like sushi until I tried different types of sushi or different ways of making it. I didn't like kombucha, and I only had... I only had a little bit of exposure to kombucha. I didn't know if I liked it because it was kombucha I got from the store, and that one was a little overpowering. But you made some kombucha for me, and now I I love kombucha. But I think that in this case, and it doesn't matter if it's eggs or not, I think in this case, the only way that you know if you're going to like it is if you actually try. And... You may not like one way that something is made, but you may like it a different way.
0: Let me ask you this. Yes. If we went to one of your relatives' house, let's say it's, I don't know, Thanksgiving of of this year. Yeah. And they make breakfast and offer me eggs. And I say no. One, I'm assuming they would be offended. um, And two, I'm wondering, would you be super embarrassed by that?
1: Um. I don't I would be embarrassed more if you threw a fit about it. I would if you said it politely like no thank you I don't want any right now or whatever. That would embarrass me that much. Okay. Um I mean they already know that I don't like oatmeal. Yeah. And so they have since stopped giving me oatmeal. Have you But ha- but this is not oatmeal. And I think to be fair because you if this ever happens, if you meet them for the first time Go and they on. give you, if they give you some eggs for breakfast, right? Yes. I think it's only fair to at least try a little bit. And if you don't like it, you don't have to eat all
0: of it. You could give it to me. Even one of the things I'm worried about, babes, is what if I put it in my mouth and I'm and I vomit it up?
1: I honestly think it's in your head, bubs. I have done that
0: with eggs before.
1: I I know, but it, it's you don't have to take like a huge spoonful. You could take like a little sliver. I'll be
0: like one of those little kids who has this like. Like, hold, let me see your hand. Like, <laughs> like, hold on. No, no, put your hand down. Flat. Okay. I I take like this much and I like force it down my mouth.
1: For, force it down your throat?
0: Yeah. Like this, like.
1: It's kind of how. That's kind one of.
0: One eighth of a quarter of half a teaspoon.
1: That kind of, that. that's kind of how I feel with um, mel, uh, cantaloupe. Cause I don't like cantaloupe.
0: I didn't know that. about.
1: I that. don't like cantaloupe or I don't, I'm not, I'm not a melon person.
0: I'm not a huge melon person, but I mean,
1: I'll have some, yeah, if they're there. But I won't eat a lot of it because I don't like I don't like melons that much.
0: Did you come over to my house when I was experimenting with honeydew kombucha?
1: No, it sounds weird. Did you? No, no, no. I can't I...
0: remember if I did it or if I just wanted to do it. But I had a name; that was going to be called honeydew bucha. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought my, melon isn't my favorite, I'm but not, I'll, I'll, yeah. I like it on occasion.
1: I mean, if it's like with a mixture of fruit, I can, I can kind of handle it. I mean, it's not like I'm, you know, um, I will admit that watermelon can be a little refreshing, but I'm really not a melon person. I do like, um, star fruit. Yeah. You have, have you tried star fruit?
0: Not in a long time. I think it's I had really some when good. I lived in Hawaii.
1: It's a tropical fruit. Yeah. I like star fruit and I like breadfruit. Breadfruit is
0: I've not had bread breadfruit. You've told me about it
1: before. It it does taste like bread. Yeah, it does taste like bread. But I digress. Um I honest, I mean even with lamb cuz I know that you really like lamb and I don't like lamb, but there is a certain way that if it's made yes. I it won't I won't taste the gaminess that lamb usually has. Yes. Um, you, t- you told me about lamb. Yeah, but I mean, it, it it all depends. I mean, I honestly think, I honestly think that you should be honest with whoever does offer you eggs. But you should also, um, you should also open up your um, open up your mind a little bit to this.
0: I'll be like, I'm sorry, eggs make me want to vomit, but let me have a little bit of this, and I'll go into the bathroom and eat it, so I don't like release myself all over your beautiful kitchen table. What if I said it like that? Um like I don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't think they would be offended, but they'd probably ask me why.
0: <laughs> why, why you brought such a weirdo. No to no no house? no
1: no no they would ask me why
0: you don't with like the, eggs. The with egg? Yeah uh,
1: you know and, and I would I would tell them very very um politely that I think they should ask him instead of Ask me why.
0: Yes, and I'd say, uh, you should really ask a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm asking you. Yes. No, 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 no.
1: no. no. Yes, yeah. it was. That's yes. white. Yes, yes, yes.
0: Yes. Babe Yes, babe. Is there anything uh, else you wanted to talk about? Any TV shows this week? Any
1: um, um, stuff like that? I... All I have to say is, um, since I've been introduced to the, um, the likes list with the, uh, the dot, yes, I'm really enjoying it. I'm like, lis- I like listen to it pretty much every morning when I'm getting ready for my day. Now,
0: not only have you said that before, you said that before in this episode.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'm sure I did. Yes. That's the only thing I can think of at the moment. I'm sorry. No, I repeated okay, myself. I re- <laughs> I repeated myself.
0: That's right
1: Um, yeah, it's been a crazy morning. I I hope that um it will get better. I'm it's now afternoon, I think.
0: Let me see. It is twelve forty.
1: It's now afternoon. Yes. So um yeah, I uh this this whole application thing is just um I just feel like it's an extra thing I have to think about. But
0: it was but, weird because they were asking you about personal bank account information yeah, and that's yeah, when I kind of said, "Ooh, yeah, let's yeah. let's let's back off for a second now."
1: So, I'm very thankful. I'm very thankful that I don't have to worry about all this stuff being in today cuz yeah. even if I'd filled it out last Friday, it would be not it wouldn't it, everything would be I don't think I would have had it in
0: now, if you can figure out, babes, a way mm-hmm. to live on a hundred dollars a month, I will fill out that uh, bank information <laughs> for you. A <laughs> hundred dollars a month? If you can figure that out, I will. Living bit more in than, this
1: country for a hundred dollars a month?
0: More than happy to fill out that bank uh, information for you. I'm sure it's possible. In that my own future. It's
1: it's. Didn't you say that there was a book you read about um, a person um, spending? their entire life um, not working or something.
0: I, I don't remember the name of the book, but I know what you're talking about. This was about two years ago. Yeah, because you I told read, me about it. Yeah, it was a book about this. I remember it was a year and a half ago. It was a book about a guy who tried to spend, I think, a couple of years without spending any money
1: okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Spending any money. I'm sorry. So
0: he like lived outside. He either lived outside part of the year or he would sleep on people's couches Mm -hmm. and he would work, but he wouldn't accept currency. So it would be like a barter system. He'd work for food and stuff like
1: that. He worked for food, but he wouldn't work for money. I
0: wish I remember the name of that book, but I think I have an idea of what it's called, but I don't want to Is it something
1: free? Something free or?
0: No, 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 no. I'm pretty sure I know the name of the book, but I don't want to say it in case I'm thinking of another book. Because I was reading, randomly, I started reading these, like, survival books around that time. Okay. Yeah. But it was fun.
1: Survival books?
0: Yeah. You know, how to survive on your own. Right. Without depending on the government to help you out there, J-Lo. Why
1: are you talking like that, Bob? I don't know.
0: That's In case the dollar falls, J Lo. Bubs. The dollar falls and the Confederate flag rises. Bubs. What?
1: You're 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 getting a little ahead of yourself, Bubs.
0: oh. It's a little bit too southern.
1: That's a that's uh, uh yeah.
0: I think what it was, babes, is earlier <laughs> you and I were I was telling you the story of Buddy Epson. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. And and didn't you say that he was campaigning for um uh this lady's opponent for
0: Okay, so the lady who played Miss Jane on the Beverly Hillbillies was running for I wanna say senator or governor of some state.
1: And this is in real life.
0: This is in real life. Okay. This was like ten years after the show ended. Right, right. Mm-hmm. He did radio ads against her saying I love Miss Jane, but she's real liberal <laughs> I just thought it was funny the way you said it. Thank you.
1: <laughs>
0: and then I started saying, well, you know, that happens in the south and you were starting to get that show mixed up with I, <laughs> I
1: Andy
0: don't know Griffith's why show.
1: I don't know why I did that. It, it I think it's because they are both southern shows, but
0: Then I said it would be uh. funny if Ron <laughs> Howard on Richie happy days. Show happy yeah, happy days. days. Yep. If he was the only one with a southern accent and he kept talking about his mom, Paul, <laughs> and his J-Lo, <laughs> and the phones.
1: He doesn't have a J-Lo. Uh-oh. He,
0: he,
1: he didn't have a Jlo Yes, yes.
0: I do have to use a bathroom. <laughs> I just have to piece, you
1: know. Uh, I think we should end this before you make so, a big mess in your
0: head. I, right. Well, I don't have to go that bad, but I should use the bathroom soon. Man, what?
1: You're being cleaned out there.
0: But what, do what, what does that
1: mean? You know what I mean. You're you're you because
0: you're, I pee a lot.
1: Yeah, that's good.
0: Yes, that is good.
1: You're 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 being you're being cleaned there.
0: I think after this though, we should uh, make out.
1: Yes. And uh, you know, bubs.
0: Come on. All fun with your mouth. Ah. Uh! And. Bubs. <laughs> I'm just joking. Oh, I'm mean, my... sorry, am I?
1: Yes, you are. You, be- you better, bubs. <laughs> I,
0: I'm not allowed to talk about certain things. Uh, no, I think, you're. But no. I think, okay, so here's my point. Here's my point. I pee. <laughs> we make out. Not at the same time. <laughs> and then uh, we just see where the day goes from there.
1: I would agree to that. All
0: right, but <laughs> let's let's see if I still know how to kiss because it's been a while. let me see. I've I've I been kissed for a while. Mm. Mm, gee, well. mm. Okay. Okay. All right. Anything <laughs> else you want to say, Ben? Um,
1: I hope this makes you laugh. Thank you. I really do. I I, I think it's a one of our uh, light-hearted. One of many light-hearted episodes.
0: We didn't get anything too deep. No. Oh, oh one last thing. Oh. This morning when you gave me hot chocolate, I told you that story about my grandfather. Yes. So th- this will be nice. So my grandfather who died last year.
1: Uh-huh. Very sad.
0: Very yes. sad. But he had a very good sense of humor.
1: That's right.
0: When I was a little kid... We used to go to different diners and drink... He'd buy me like hot chocolate and pancakes, and, you yum, know, whatever. Yum, Not
1: yum. eggs, though.
0: Yes, pancakes. By the way, my grandfather thought it was super weird. Two things about me that he openly told me he thought was super weird mm-hmm. was that I wore my regular clothes when I went to bed.
1: One thing I think is weird, yes.
0: And that I didn't like eggs.
1: Yeah, I think, I think they're both pretty weird. I would agree with your grandpa on that one. My grandfather... <laughs>
0: The <laughs> reason know about him, babes, mm. is that he refused to eat chicken. So what does that tell you?
1: Okay, that's even weirder.
0: Well, I think he had to kill them when he was a little kid.
1: Okay, well, that kind of makes sense if you have to. Yeah, but I've known a... Okay, okay. I know, I know I'm... we're getting off track that's here. That's okay. But I'll say this. I've known, I know people that hunt, and um, even though they hunt for their own food, they still eat it.
0: I think he had to, like, cut their heads off.
1: Oh. Well, that's that's how you kill chickens.
0: Well, you could shoot them if you're on
1: Well, and then and then they run back and they run around without their heads. Yeah, so and they're that. Kind of...
0: Or you could starve them to death, or you could set them on fire. Oh, okay, but... okay,
1: okay, go on, go on, go on, go
0: on. You're... You can torture them.
1: Go on, go on. Uh, go... My...
0: Oh, feather the to top. Go... All right, all right, all right, babes, right, right, right. we're getting off track.
1: I'll pull a finger out one at a time, but.
0: So, anyways, the hot chocolate just reminded me of that, and I remembered one time. We went to this restaurant and the waitress comes over and is like, you have another kid every time I come in here. It seems like you give birth to another kid. How many is it now? And she's like, six. And Alana thought that was funny.
1: He said it was six.
0: The lady said it was six. The yes. lady. Because she was up to six kids by now. <laughs> I remember this one time. Yes. Babes this is a different story but we went to some uh diner my grandfather also knew the waitress there y- your
1: too. grandpa and your grandma right
0: I was just me and my grandfather at okay. this time okay anyways my my grandfather was a flirt uh-huh i'm I, i'm not like that
1: no you're not like that but i would imagine you were kind of like that in your teens no
0: no no. really okay. anyways we go to this restaurant and uh we order and, and and he's like to the to the waitress he doesn't like eggs and she's like Oh, my son's the the same way. I always try to sneak it into his food. <laughs> he always notices. So when we're eating the food, I'm really paranoid that she tried to inject some eggs into my food <laughs> so I couldn't even enjoy the meal. And I was like 10 at the time.
1: Oh, you are such a scaredy cat. My goodness. Oh,
0: my goodness. Well, the scaredy cat has to pee, babes. Yeah,
1: I know. But I first, know. First, I need
0: a kiss. Again? Yes. Oh. Okay, 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 enough, enough Alright, enough, babes right, enough, enough of your debauchery
1: Go to the ba- Debauchery Or shmabochery
0: Alright, babes I Go bye. to the go go, 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 go Bye for now Bye, bye for now Bye, bye
1: Bye,
0: bye.